Yo, and we back with another episode of Time Out Let's Talk. I'm your host, Aaron P. Hey, man, we, we finally made it episode 10. Man, I'm truly, 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 truly grateful for everybody for just tuning in with me each and every week. Milestone episode for me, episode 10. Um, we're going to do a lot of recap on week one football, the good, the bad, you know, some stuff to be a little nervous about, you know, just, you know, football talk, NFL news, and just what I'm expecting to see for week two, my predictions going into the, um, going into the, um, you know, week two football. So yeah, y'all stay tuned, man. Lock in with me. All right. So week one, week one for me, I don't know about you guys, but for me, week one went back in a blur. You know what I mean? I don't know because my team suffered, you know, a big bit lost of oh, opening night of NFL, you know, Thursday night football. So the rest of the week to me just went by so fast. But since we're doing a, you know, the wrap up for week one, I got to hit the first game, which was the Rams and Buffalo. So short and sweet. I know you guys probably already listened to my last, you know, episode about Thursday night football between the Buffalo Bills destroying my LA Rams, right? So I ain't got to dive too much into it. So I'm just going to hit a couple of quick little talking points. And you guys can just let me know what you feel about it or any other other ones I'm about to mention. But so, of course, Buffalo Bills took care of business in L.A., beat my rounds 31-10. For me, that game, that game just showed me the type of mentality Buffalo really trying to play with this year. Now, whether or not they can sustain that and carry that on week after week after week, we just got to wait and see because they did suffer some losses last year that was head scratches teams they shouldn't have lost to. So that just see, it's easy to have that motivation in week one. Now that starts seeing how you guys play, you know, like week 12, week 13, when you're tired, you're dealing with injuries, that see if y'all can keep that same mentality. But I feel like them bringing a Super Bowl champion in like Von Miller for that defense, he going to keep them guys motivated. I mean, because I can't hate now that he in Buffalo, but he kept, he kept our guys motivated. Aaron Donald talked so much about him and saying how good he was to help him be a, a better leader. You know what I mean? So I think Buffalo can, you know, continue this, but I don't want to give no predictions on how good they're going to be, honestly. And I got to see at least three to five games, but for Buffalo, really, I only really need to see three games. I kind of already got a good a good hint on how they're going to turn out. But for me, man, game one for Buffalo Bills on that Thursday night, what stood out to me was – that off pretty much everything, but if I gotta give you one thing, it's gonna be that offense. The way that uh, the way they just steamrolled my guys, you know, they never punted. They made simple mistakes, turned the ball over, I believe, four times, and still won by twenty-one points. So that tell you something right there. And for the Rams, uh, that that just that just give it a little Super Bowl hangover. You know, I'm a, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna hope that it is the issue that they was having, and uh, they'll bounce back this week against the Atlanta Falcons. But the key thing that stood out to me, two things, honestly. Um, offensive line, whew, uh, you got to do a lot better for going into, you know, week two, of course, and every other week. But allow so many sacks, um, look, look like they couldn't hold up, couldn't give, you know, Matthew Stafford any time really to develop a play. So nothing really – came from our offense. And the second thing, because of that, I believe Matthew Stafford had to go to his safety blanket, which was Cooper Cup. Nobody else really 
really, you know, fed off that offense, but Cooper Cup and they try to get Tyler Higby going a little bit, but we got to get Allen Robinson involved. We got to get the running game involved, but nothing can happen without, you know, that offensive line standing up, but got a couple injuries. So let's just hope for the best and see what happens in Atlanta. So, um, of course, the second game I got, you know, New Orleans Saints, Atlanta Falcons, tough, tough divisional game. But I just think with the Saints winning 27-26 against the Falcons, to me, just like the same old Falcons. You know what I mean? Like, blow a late game lead, I believe it was 26-10 to 10 in the in the um, fourth quarter. And then New Orleans just did what they had to do to get that win, pulled off a nail-biter. So, um, New Orleans, they, they, if Atlanta is who we think they are, even though it's a divisional game, New Orleans can't be struggling with games like that. But, you know, everybody right now, week one, want to get that first win. So, right now, I ain't going to get on them too much. But New Orleans, I still got a lot of faith in their defense. I think that's going to be what carried them. Um, Jarvis Landry looking like a – looking like a – like a uh, like the old, you know what I mean? Jarvis Landry, like back in Miami, he wasn't bad in Cleveland, but he's looking like the Jarvis Landry of of old. So I'm excited to see what he's gonna do. And um, Michael Thomas back, so that, that offense looking good. And see if they can get Alvin Kamara back rolling. I've got so much faith in that defense. So as the year go on, they'll get they'll get this up together. But Atlanta, um, don't want to talk too bad about them. I I do think they headed in the right direction. I just don't think. Still trying to give them three to five games, like I said before, but I just got a feeling that's going to be still growing pain. So for all my Atlanta Falcons fans, just don't give up yet, but just try to see what you see about your team that you like. You know what I mean? So I think once I figure this quarterback situation out, let's just see what y'all can do with it after that. But yeah, Atlanta, see how to, um, I'm sorry. New Orleans Saints took care of business in Atlanta, 27-26. So that was good. And then my shocker was the, San Francisco 49ers losing to Chicago Bears 10 to 19. I know Chicago's at home, but I didn't expect Justin Fields to, you know, be able to go out there and didn't really put up no exciting numbers. Don't you know what I'm saying? Like us. San Francisco does have a, a solid defense. Like it's nothing to like like to criticize for real like they they play a solid game of football on defense on the defense end trust me i know as a rams fan we can't get a win off of them in the regular season but justin field you know eight or 17 121 yards two touchdowns and a pick but i think for 49ers fans y'all just gotta i mean you gotta you good from top to bottom, right? You got depth. You got you got um, good coaching staffs. You got good players, good front office. It seems like you got everything you need, but you're trying to go in the direction of a new leader, which is Trey Lance. So you got to think he didn't really play too much football. So allow him to be, allow him to grow. But it's kind of hard to do that because you you know you got a team to, that's ready to win a to win a Super Bowl. You paid um you paid Debo Samuel, top wide receiver money. Um, got George Kittle. Keep him on the field. Hopefully, he can he can he can really ball if you got him on the field. And then you got um, great offensive line. So you kind of I know you guys want to go ahead and get there while you can, especially with the defense playing the way they playing. But when you got a quarterback in there like Trey Lance, who didn't really play too much football in college, and then when he did play, it wasn't against you know like top top you know like competition. He I think he's from like what North Dakota, South Dakota. Um, but 
North Dakota, I believe. Yeah, wherever uh, Carson Wentz came from, I think they came from the same college. So, got to let them grow, man. It's going to take a while. But, I, like I said, I wouldn't panic right now, guys. Give them – see what he can do after five games. I mean, if he can go – if he can get y'all three out of those three wins, at least three wins, and they look good. Like, he looks good production-wise. No, no bad turnovers. He not – no bad throws. You know, like just being able to function in that in that system that they got in San Francisco. So then you might want to put Jimmy G in if you feel like the division is still in your grabs to win and you want to go ahead and capitalize what you got. Then I understand, but you got to understand once you put Jimmy G back in the, in the starting lineup, I don't think it, you can go back to Trey later on. It just doesn't seem, it, I don't see the confidence he's going to have there, but Chicago, you guys, um, you guys came out, got y'all win. So when people you definitely was a huge underdog, and uh, a lot of people counted y'all out, including me. So I'm gonna definitely give y'all y'all props for that. Uh, they got uh, they I believe they played the Packers this week. So that's Green Bay's favorite by ten. So but that, that's that's see if you guys can carry it on. You're gonna travel up to Green Bay. So good luck there, 49 fans. Don't panic. It's, it's all right. Let's see if you guys can rebound. I think you guys play the Seahawks, so that's going to be a good divisional game. Somebody's going to get a, a, their first divisional win, so trust me, I'm going to be tuning into that. But, yeah, Bears over 49ers, 19-10. All right, so in my opinion, game of the week, still is in uh, Cincinnati Bengals. Okay, game should game made so many twists and turns. I I mean I feel like it should have been over. You know we had blocked field goals, we had missed field goals, we had questionable calls. But at the end of the day, it went to overtime, and Pittsburgh pulled off a good win, twenty three twenty. However, they did take a quick L, which was losing T.J. Watt, who was having a hell of a game. But um, that's a that's a tough loss to take so early in the division. You don't want to get too far behind. I know Pittsburgh fans is more worried about that than that win they took. So definitely want to – I'm hoping he get a good second opinion. He can get back on the field. But I seen, I seen good from both sides, man. I don't want to dive too in and say it's – either team should have anything to be worried about because either one of y'all could have won. I, it was sometimes I felt like Cincinnati had to win and call here, call there, kind of like made – like. Jamal Chase, I feel like he did have that touchdown that they called back, but, you know, I'm not the ref. It should have been challenged. It is what it is, but Pittsburgh stayed. They were resilient. They, they stayed in the fight, and they pulled that one off. So, And uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think, yeah, Pittsburgh was on the road, so they did what they had to do to get that win. The defense looked tremendous. Offense can um, can improve a bit, but I, I believe the run game and everything will get better as the season go on. Offense did look good. And Mitch Trubisky, uh, he looked like he can settle into that that system that they got over there, man. So I like a lot of what I seen from Pittsburgh, but Cincinnati. Um, what I was focused on really is to see how this new this new souped up line was going to be for you know um, Joe Joe Barrow, and it didn't look bad, but it, it didn't look great either. But I don't want to judge them because Pittsburgh does have one of the best defenses in the NFL, so I don't want to be too critical on them already. After week one of that, and I mean, I want to give them a couple games, get on, they get a get that that feel like that to gel together because they all came from different places. So 
Let's just see how as the season come on to see how they can gel together, keep Joe Barrow upright, and let him do his thing because he got the targets, he got he got the weapons. Defense still did pretty good, so um, that's more of my biggest concern with Cincinnati. I mean, they does they do have good pass rushers, you know, a good uh, a good a good uh, defensive front. So, but yeah, both sides, man. Tough loss for Cincinnati, but I wouldn't worry too much about that. But Pittsburgh found a way to get the dub, so 23-20. And uh, that's a good divisional win for Pittsburgh. Next up, um, Philadelphia Eagles and the Detroit Lions. I honestly don't know what to think about this game because 38-35, to did anybody play any defense? Did it, like, I mean, I know the Lions got, like, 14 points. They tried to do a little comeback in the fourth quarter, which they did. I mean, they lost by three, but. I don't know. I mean, for me, I had high hopes on de- on, on Philadelphia defense. That, that's why I was hanging my head. I feel like they had they had a good defense already, and I was just more so concerned about Jalen Hurts. But with no touch, I mean, thirty eight points and um, no touchdowns. That's, I mean. Can't really, I'm, I'm, I can't really explain that. Like, you got your, your team put up 38 points and your quarterback didn't throw a touchdown pass. Jalen, uh, I feel like Philadelphia Eagle fans, just football fans, period, I feel like they, everybody has a liking of the Philadelphia Eagles, I believe. I think the only question they have is Jalen Hurts. So I believe he got to go out there and ball. I ain't going to say he didn't ball. He ain't throwing no pits. He played the game safe, a good clean game. But you gotta, you gotta, you gotta throw some touchdown passes, man. I know you, you y'all punched it in a couple times with the running back. You know, two yards here, three yards there. So he did a good job of like constantly like driving, you know, driving the ball down the field. But at the end of the day, once the cart, once the paperwork's turned in and the season's closed out, they start looking at them stats. They see all these yards, but you ain't. They gonna look at it like you ain't producing points, especially. And you gotta win your division. But, you know, end of the day, week one, they'll develop something. Detroit, I like the dog in y'all. Y'all ain't quit on them. Y'all, y'all stayed in the fight. Y'all went down. Y'all went down early after scoring the, the opening touchdown, which y'all, y'all let Philadelphia find their footing and do what they need to do to, to keep that get the lead back and keep the lead. But y'all ain't quit. I mean, that's a good good um, trade. I think y'all getting that from your coach, Dan Campbell. I mean, if, if it won't. Based on record, I have him as my early, you know, coach of the year candidate. But y'all gotta show it on y'all gotta show it on on film, man. Y'all gotta show it in the record. Y'all gotta make a huge improvement. Well, that definitely ain't gonna happen. But I like the attitude that he coached with. So he kind of like one of my one of my favorite coaches as of right now, just based on his attitude to the game. You know, like he hard nosed coach. You know, what I mean, he, he don't mind getting down there with his team, and he put himself out there. So say some crazy stuff, but it is what it is. But yep, week one, Philly over the Lions. I suspected, I, I predicted that, but I, I did think it was gonna be close. But I didn't think it would be as high scoring as it was. But thirty-eight to thirty-five, Philly got that one. Rolling right along, rolling right along. Um, Miami over New England, twenty to seven. Ah. Uh, Tour, tour, tour. 271 touchdown. 
Really clean game, no pits. That's why I really was looking forward to trying to see how he looked with those weapons he got. Um, and Matt Jones, I mean, just a, Matt, Matt Jones, I think we all can agree, it's just, it's just a system quarterback. So, and I don't think New Orleans really has a, not New Orleans, I'm sorry, New England really has a system in place. I don't even know who the offensive coordinator is. You know what I mean? But um, now that Josh went out to Las Vegas, which I would have definitely would have, I, <laughs> I would have did it too. I know he waiting for Bill Belichick to go ahead and hang it up. But hopefully he would get the job of Bill not going anywhere no time soon. I, I feel like he's trying to get his one ring because Tom got one without him. So he going to want to get one without Tom. That's just how I feel. So he already passed up on the job in Indianapolis. So when Vegas came knocking, I mean, can't turn that one down. But um, New, um, New England, man, once they figure out the offense, man, the defense is there. Bill Belichick, that's what he do. So I don't expect as the season go on, the defense to fold up. Um, but they're definitely in a tough, tough, tough division. So it's going to be tough for them to make it out into the playoffs, in my opinion. This division alone has the possibility to get two teams in the playoffs. It's possible. But I think we all can agree that Buffalo definitely should be a lot to win it or at least make the playoffs. But Miami, if if they play the cards right, they can probably sneak in as a wild card team. But so New England definitely got some work to do. And um, I feel like they're going to have some growing pains. But the the main focus for this season for them, in my opinion, is just is to see what you can build off. But I ain't saying them to turn the, turn the cards in yet. See what, you, see what you can make out of it because injuries happen, trades happen. You know, people people lose motivation. So one thing, Bill, Bill is a championship coach, so he, he can definitely keep his team motivated. He didn't beat the, everybody that we – Everybody in the division he has beaten before. You know, he didn't beat he didn't beat Buffalo. He didn't beat Miami before. So it's not nothing new to him. So he definitely can coach up a good scheme to beat anybody if it if when it counts. You know what I mean? He beat Buffalo. He only threw the ball like what twelve times, I believe, maybe less than that. So he he can work out a he can work out a way to to get at least one win off you if you really need one. So twenty to seven, Miami took that one. Um no big, no big concerns for neither team other than New England. I just want to see what kind of system that y'all gonna have Matt Jones playing in, and gotta establish that. But moving right along, kind of like speed it up a little bit. But you know, Ravens did what was expected against the Jets, twenty-four nine. Lamar looks great. Um, didn't really run the ball, which I was hoping he wouldn't. Just stay, try to stay healthy. You don't have to run against the Jets. I mean, I'm not no shade towards them, but. You did what you're supposed to do. You aired it out. Uh, showed them why you want the money you want. And I, I can't argue with that. Commanders took on the Jaguars, and they they closed that one off at home, 28 to 22. I believe they that was a tough one for them. They, ain't all, they weren't always that simple for them, so they had to pull that one off. But the Commanders definitely um good way to start off week one, Carson. All right, so tough, tough loss. For um Baker Mayfield and the Carolina Panthers, I I actually thought Carolina was gonna be able to pull this off. I I was I was rooting for Baker on the low because uh well you know he definitely was playing hurt last year. I think both sides came out and said he had shoulder problems, but he he wanted to be there for his team, so he wanted to pull it off. Yes, Baker didn't do everything right in in Cleveland. A lot of the blame was passed off to other teammates, Jarvis Landry, uh, Odell Beckham, the offensive line, sometimes the defense, everybody sometimes 
even the coaches. You know, what I mean, he didn't he didn't been through a few coaches few coaches since he been in Cleveland. So Baker got his share of all the blame at the end, and they got him up out of there. But Loki, I was rooting for him. Game at home. Um, former team coming into town. First game of the season. You hype. And it took us a, a tough loss, man, 26 to 24. But um, did see some stuff I like. Baker did look poised back there, made some really good throws. Uh, but at the end of the day, man, uh, Cleveland was just a little bit too much with him, too much for him. And uh, got one win without Deshaun Watson. So let's see how much they can ring off before he make his return. He got 10 more games out. So um, let's see if y'all can y'all can end it on a on a on a uh, on a winning note. I mean, at least, you know, well, it's going to be hard. You can't break 50-50, but that's it. I'm I'm hoping that he can get, I mean, seven out of them 11 games that he has to miss. So, he got one right now. So, let's see how they can – let's see if they can continue this. But uh, moving right along, first tie of the season, the Indianapolis Colts and the Texans. Okay. Uh, Lovey Smith is the new – Head coach there, so I I want to see. I just want to see uh, how it looks, man. He's a defensive guy, so um, they plan. They look like they plan a lot better. Uh, just gotta wait and see. I'm more I'm more surprised about the Indianapolis Colts. You know, I just thought Matt Ryan would have been able to had a uh, would have been able to. Had a fresh start. I was well, I said I was hoping, but you know, uh, it ain't work out that way. But it's a divisional game, man. Those divisional games, you never know. You know what I mean? Sometimes you you can't really go off record or pass because you just don't know. Um, last year, nobody would have expected the Jaguars to beat Indianapolis, and all they needed was one win to get to the playoffs. But they lost it against the Jags in the season. But you know, that's just the way sometimes the division works. But Early, early in the season, man. So let's just see if Matt Ryan can find his footing, man. Uh, took 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 too long to get on the board, man. That's that what really did them dirty. Um, took too long to get out there, missed the game when the field goal at the end. But um, when you're going against teams like the Houston Texans, like until you see how that team formed, don't go ahead and write them off as an easy win. Lovey got them playing pretty good, man. And uh, I don't know what's up with uh, Davis Mills. I'm not going to say he's one of the, the next young quarterbacks, but he's playing pretty good, man. He got a little cannon on. He did it pretty good last year, too, with what, with what was expected of the Houston Texans. He played pretty good out there as a rookie. So I'm um, excited to see what he do for year two. Hopefully they can get a couple good wins out there. I'm not expecting too much, but a quality winner here and there will do, do something. But I just see how they can turn out. Um. My surprise win on the Giants found a way to get the Tennessee Titans. And um, Saquon Barkley, man, I'm hoping uh, this is the Saquon Barkley that that we've seen his rookie year. He looks like he's healthy now. He's running with a lot of power. He's doing what he has to do. And uh, Daniel Jones still not an oppressive showcase, uh, but only threw four incomplete passes. One on was a pick. So he playing the game pretty safe, but 188 yards, two touchdowns. So he did look good. Ryan Tannehill didn't play a bad game either, but not enough to get them to win. But when you got a team, in my opinion, that's run heavy, um, the Giants just try to focus on that. Keep Derrick Henry on 100 yards. I ain't think it was. Uh, I ain't think it was possible. 
So, but it got them on 100 yards, 82 yards. So that's that's a big win for the Giants. They they went for the home run. They feel like tied the game up. Why wait? You know what I'm saying? So they definitely went for the win and got it, man. Went for two, won the game. So shout out to New York, man. Uh, starting the year off, want to know. And Vikings over the Packers, 23-7. Man, I mean, I think I said earlier I had to – that was like one of the easiest divisions because the only team had a winning record last year was the Packers. Everybody else had – every other team in that division had losing records, the Vikings, the Bears, the Detroit Lions, everybody everybody in that division other than the Packers had a losing record. So I felt like Aaron Rodgers had a good solid six wins every year. But um, Vikings gonna, gonna gonna always test them. You know what I mean? They gonna they they run out the first one, but the way they did it, in my opinion, it's like, I mean, did 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 anybody else know that Je- Justin Jefferson was gonna get the ball? Because it seemed like everybody knew, but the Packers and the Packers, could, they offense can't get nothing going, man. They they gonna miss Devontae Adams because that was his go to. That was the go to. So uh. But, you know, I, like I said, as season go on, Packers, let's see how they do. The defense, not bad. The run game, not bad. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, two-time MVP. He going to find a way to, to ring off a win or two. So I'm not going to get going on too heavy. But Minnesota, I'm, I'm looking for a winning record this year. Y'all got my former office coordinator. So I'm definitely rooting for you guys, on, unless y'all playing, my, playing me, of course. But I don't think we play the Vikings this year. So we all right. But Kevin O'Connor, I think, going to do pretty good over there. Get you guys back on the winning record. So I'm hoping for at least 11 wins out of you guys. Uh, I mean, and I feel like the way y'all should do it, the way the Vikings should do it, go ahead and beat the Packers twice. Get on why they hurt, man. They they trying to figure out this wide receiver thing. They trying to figure out the passing game. Offensive line, it's not bad, but they don't look great right now. So you can get the um, Aaron Rodgers. I think you got to him already, so – now, when you um when you meet up again, man, just take care of business. But yeah, good win for um Minnesota Vikings twenty three seven. The Chiefs Cardinals 44-21. It's good. We ain't the only team in the division that got blown out. So big shout out to the Kansas City Chiefs. Thank y'all for that. But nah, this game to me pretty much just came down to Pat Mahomes wanting to show you guys that no one player defined who he is as a quarterback. He came out there five touchdowns, made it a little easy, had a brace on his non-throwing hand, still did whatever he wanted to do. And Arizona Cardinals, not a bad team. Uh, I knew it was going to be a shootout. Both got good offenses. But uh, Arizona really couldn't find a footing in that game. So Kansas City defense gave up 21 points, but – it was a non-factor 21. You guys pretty much already knew you was in the league, so you ain't got to worry about trying to shut them all the way down. Kyler Murray going to make plays on it with his legs, but as time go on, I mean, they eventually die off if you could contain them. So, But big shout-out to the um, Kansas City Chiefs on that one. Chargers, Raiders. I actually had the Raiders winning this game, but I, and I don't feel like I, previous episodes I posted – I had the Chargers really doing anything. I think I said they're going to be the third or fourth best team in that division. I just felt like they was really still young and grooming. 
and working their way up. I mean, I just thought that those new pieces that they added, you know, Clear, Matt, AC Jackson, all those pieces they brought in was going to need some time to develop. But they went out there at home, man, and uh, got a dub against the Raiders. So 24-19, that's a good win, man. I mean, Justin Herbert still looked good. Still, they their offensive line, to me, is the most impressive thing they have. Now, I mean, they got all the pieces, but – the way they blocking for uh, Justin Herbert, man, that that's amazing. But they seem to keep it up, man. They got another divisional game come uh, in for week two, which we're gonna tap into later on in the show. But solid win. Bucks got a win on the um, Dallas Cowboys, nineteen to three. Quick, real quick. Uh, Cowboys doesn't look like the Cowboys, man. Um, Things that concern me, C.D. Lamb, I need him to look like a number one. Amari Cooper is gone. So we got to see. I know the offensive line was going through injuries. I understand that. So, and, the, and uh, Tampa Bay Bucks have a pretty good pass rush offense, defense. So they know for getting to the quarterback pretty good. So I don't really want to put too much on the offensive line. I know they're dealing with some injuries. So I think over time they'll, 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 they'll get it together, but – Double loss, Dak Prescott could be out six to eight weeks, hopefully within the next four games. They're trying to see if he can come back. But my opinion, if he ain't ready to throw, I see what happened to Baker Mayfield when he played with a shoulder not ready to go fully. But he still went out there and it couldn't produce. But uh, it's going to be a long season, Cowboys. We don't figure it out, man. Uh, Eagles can probably wing it and, and get the division. But, you know, NFC is not really the – conference that everybody's paying attention right now so Cowboys can get that back it's a possibility he can get a wild card spot if not win that division so it's possible that if the Eagles do their job the Cowboys can come back and ring off 10-11 wins they can still get into the uh, wild card but we do got to see how much Cooper let's see if uh, Cooper Rush can uh, can get a win or two and if that can come back sooner than expected and Monday Night Football Broncos came back to um, Seattle. Um, Russ made his uh, return, first game back, took that loss, 17-16. But I really don't put it on Russ. Bad play calling, bad um, time management. I mean, him being the veteran the veteran quarterback, so, of course, he's going to take some pressure from the media and everybody. But, I mean, fumbling at the one-yard line twice. Both, two separate running backs fumbled at the one-yard line, which is ridiculous. Uh, and the coaches act like he didn't know what he what he wanted to call. You, you calling a shotgun on on the goal line? It just didn't seem right for me. But you know, that's a tough division, Broncos. You you can't afford too many losses now. Like it, it's possible two can come out of that division, like I said earlier. But are y'all gonna be one of the two? You, you can't lose against teams like on uh, Seattle Seahawks with Geno Smith at quarterback. No shot, no shade to you, Geno, but. They, they got to get those wins, man. Russ, you need those. You you didn't come all the way to Denver to not make the playoffs. You got to compete, guys, all right? And uh, that's what I had, man. But going into week two, right, we're going to be real quick. Right now, right now live, Um, we got the Kansas City Chiefs and the Chargers playing. I know I know the episode dropping on Friday, but I'm actually recording on Thursday, so the game is live right now, 17-17. The Chargers are holding their own. Now it's so the fourth quarter, eleven minutes left. Um, they're on the can right now. They're on Kansas City on um, three yard line. So let's just see if if they can make it happen. And uh, 
Well, just as I said that, uh, Justin Herbert threw an a, a interception, and they ran it all the way back. So, yeah. But game not over, man. 24-17. Let's see if uh, Kansas City can hold off first home game. And uh, let's see if they can, they can close it out. And let's just see if the Chargers can get that tough to uh, – that second divisional win, man. They they got one against the Raiders, so now they're trying to see if they can get one on the on the Kansas City Chiefs, which can help them in the long run. Because I feel like at the end of the day, this division is going to be won by one or two games. I don't know who it's going to be. I believe it's going to be the Chiefs. So they really need this win when it comes down to it. But games to look out for, fellas. Games to look out for before we before we wrap it up. Uh, Buccaneers Saints. That's going to be a good one in my opinion. Uh, Tom, let's see how you look against that defense. That's a really tough defense. You're going for Marco Parsons with the Cowboys did a pretty good job. So I want to see if New Orleans can repeat that. They usually have their number. So let's see how that, that turns out. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Ravens, Dolphins. Another good one. Uh, da, 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 da. Monday Night Football, Vikings and Eagles. That's what I want y'all to tune into. Those are the games to watch, in my opinion. So definitely lock in. It's going, we're going to have a really good week, too. I think we're going to start seeing who's is the who's and who still need to become some they like who still need to develop their, you know, their identity. But solid about week three, you definitely going to know. But here's what I got, y'all. Before we break to a commercial and we wrap it up, Saturday. I'm going to do a special episode. It's going to drop on Saturday. It's going to have my parlay picks. Now, I'm not telling who to bet on. I'm telling y'all who I'm betting on. Game by game, you can pick it how you want to pick. You can, whether you're on MGM, FanDuel, whatever you like to you like to bet on, Caesars, whatever. Go ahead, tune into my Saturday episode, game by game, build it how you want. I'm going to break it down from money line, betting the spread, whatever you want to do, we're going to roll with it. And if you like what I said, go ahead, put that in your parlay. And if you want to be a little risky and go against me, let me know how that turned out because I want to know. Because I I'm do, I do pretty good, but, you know, nobody's 100%, right? So definitely tune into that episode and see what I got to say about that. And, yeah, let's, let's break real quick for a quick commercial break, and we're going to wrap it up. What's up, y'all? It's none other than your girl, Mona Lisa. I first and foremost want to thank your host, my husband, Herm P., for giving me the opportunity to be the very first sponsor of Time Out, Let's Talk, the sports podcast. I am the owner of Mona Lisa's Kitchen. In the 757 area, I'm most well known for my banana pudding, but your girl knows her way around the kitchen. So if you don't know how to cook or maybe you don't have time to cook, hit me up for all your meal prep needs. You can find me on Instagram at M-O-N-E-A-L-I-S-A. Thanks for the support. Love y'all. That's a wrap for episode 10, man. Thank you guys for tuning in with me, man. 25, 30 minutes of your day. You guys can be doing anything. 
anywhere in the world, you guys definitely tap in with me each and every Friday. So I'm truly, truly, truly grateful for you guys. Um, I would not be doing this without you guys' input, without your support. So thank you for that. And uh, it's a milestone episode, man. So I want to announce it now. Pretty soon, I'm going to be having guests onto the show. We're going to debate. We're going to talk about what they feel about, uh, you know, what's going on in the sports world or whatever y'all hot topics are. And uh, we'll debate about it. We'll talk about it. We'll agree on it, whatever the case may be. That way you guys can get another opinion other than my own. So it's definitely more engagement going on here. So y'all definitely want to stay locked in on that. I'm definitely going to let you guys know when that's going to be happening, which episode that is going to be exactly. And then I'll just keep you guys posted. And um, again, man, thank you, thank you, thank you. Y'all stay safe, man. Tune in on Saturday for my Parlay Picks bonus episode just for you guys, for all my my supporters. So thank you, thank you, thank you. See y'all next week.